Hey, Redheads and everyone else listening, I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian, and today we are talking about vitamin D deficiency in redheads. And so a lot of people might be wondering if you know about redhead things is redheads are known to make their own vitamin D. There was a study that came out in Scotland and so many news outlets picked it up and how to be a redhead definitely posted about it. This was about four or five years ago. So basically what the study says to break it down is that if it's cloudy or whatever, redheads can make their own vitamin D because of the MC1R gene that we all have as redheads. And so we thought that that was really cool. And I guess this is Adrian. I took it really to heart that we make our own vitamin D. <laughs> and I always see my sister, like Stephanie, taking a vitamin. My husband loves vitamins. And I just have always thought, well, like, I just don't need it. I'm fine the way I am. And I know that that doesn't even sound normal because if I'm not, I wasn't feeling great. So anyway, Weak. I- I felt very weak. Like bones were brittle. I'll give you my symptoms. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like at any moment I could sleep. I felt like weak. And and guys, listening, we thought that she was anemic. I thought that I was not anemic. anemic. I thought that I was anemic because I don't eat meat. I eat fish sometimes, but mostly like I don't like to label myself as a vegan because I'm not. Like I I will eat fish and and you wear leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So. Anyhow, I wasn't feeling well, so I went to get my blood work done again this year, and my doctor told me that I was vitamin D deficient. You were extremely, dangerously low. Yeah, she said dirt low. Oh, dirt low. Because I was like, well, I had a little cold when I was getting my blood work done, and she's like, no. Maybe you would go down a point or two, but you wouldn't be as low as you are. So on a, you're supposed to be higher than 36 on this particular scale that my doctor uses. I'm sure other people have other scales, but she uses a scale. 36 and higher is normal. Yeah, I think it depends on the the blood. Yeah. The corporate, like if you use LabCorp or yeah. something, I don't know. I know. Whatever it is. I was an 18. And so she's like, no wonder why you're tired. I'm surprised you could even get out of bed. And I said, I wow. know because- I sleep 10 hours a night. This was like two weeks ago. I was explaining to her, I sleep and sleep and sleep and I'm exhausted when I wake up. And now she gave me, I'm on like 20,000 milligrams a week of vitamin D to get my body back to normal. And then in April, I'm going to even out on like a normal dose that I'm gonna have to take every day. So we wanted to do a special episode about vitamin D for redheads because it was a really big eye opener for me because even though Stephanie and I, natural redheads here, make our own vitamin D, we're obviously not making enough of it right, <laughs> to be normal. And I think a lot of people probably like us did or did don't understand the importance of vitamin D. Or I, I guess totally. Yeah. Totally. Past tense, because now we understand the importance of it. I think a lot of people here, you know, you grow up calcium for your bones. Okay, so drink milk and have orange juice because orange juice has vitamins. Calcium. Calcium. And so I think we hear all this, these things. And yes, diet plays a factor in a lot of stuff. But when it comes to vitamin D, I just always associated it with the sun. And that when the, I always thought growing up when the sun shined on you, (laughs) that you just naturally got vitamin D, but redheads are very different. So, well, and what I, and what I took from it was 
Stephanie and I, we eat really healthy. It's something that I don't think that we talk a lot about, but mm-hmm. we love to eat healthy. I yeah. think like just now for snacks, we had like okra chips and some beet chips and grapes, some and grapes water. and yeah, like a soda water. Um, but we're constantly eating like all all the time. We're like snacking all the time. And we eat a lot of vegetables. Like tonight we're going to have just like loads of vegetables with like probably some kind of carb. And Mm -hmm. that's just how we've always eaten. So I've always thought to myself, like I have spinach like twice a week. I eat huge salads all the time. Like I'm, I eat salmon. I eat like everything that's good for you. I have hemp seeds on my salad. I have chia seeds. So, I mean, I thought to myself, well, I'm eating so healthy. Like I've been eating healthy like this for like over 13, 14 years. So I feel it's just eye opening because when I looked up foods that had vitamin D, it's mostly fatty fishes like salmon and tuna, which I really don't eat a lot of. It's very rare. Um, Stephanie's actually allergic to salmon. Um, vitamin D's in a lot of dairy products, which we have zero dairy. Um, it's in beef liver, which I don't eat. It's in cheese. We which- have eggs. It's in egg yolks. It's in egg yolks. Yeah, but I don't I mean I don't have enough to like carry my body. For and it's days. mackerel. I'm allergic to. We're reading off this website about foods that provide vitamin D. So beef liver, what, soy milk. We don't. And soy drink. milk, I, I'm very cautious of because I don't want any soy because well, of the hormone. Of, well, yeah, a lot of women women shouldn't have a lot of soy in general. Obviously, talk to your doctor. But, oh yeah, consult with their doctor about this. But but yeah, we we try not to have soy or like any kind of tofu or anything. Some mushrooms also contain vitamin D. However, oh this is fun fact. However, no other plant based foods produce vitamin D. So for those who are like vegan, for people whose diets are mostly vegetarian and vegan, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we'll get down into all of this. But we're super pumped because we have a board, we have Dr. Soma Mandel on our podcast episode today talking about the importance of vitamin D and deficiencies and indeficiencies. And she's a board certified internist and she specializes in women's health. She's widely regarded as one of America's top physicians in midlife women's health. She earned her MD at NYU School of Medicine at a, and a prestigious research fellowship at Oxford University in England, Fuse, fusing traditional Western medicine with her Eastern roots. Dr. Mandel's approach combines the best of both worlds. So I'm really excited to talk with her because I feel like she's going to have really solid advice about being a woman, about vitamin D, about the MC1R gene. Do we make our own vitamin D? Right. Is this a myth? Like, do we really? Because I really took it to heart. <laughs> yeah. And the, the difference between if you're slathering on sunscreen and getting the vitamin D, we'll, we'll talk to her about that because I think that's really important to kind of know the difference, understanding genetics yeah, and how to kind of go about the process of figuring out the vitamins for you in this kind of category of calcium, vitamin D and all that. Yeah. So let's give her a call. Guess what, Redheads? The H2 Bar Box is now offering a deluxe version of the Beauty Box sent out four times a year in addition to the monthly box. You now have two options for enjoying the beauty subscription box for Redheads. The monthly box is worth $80 plus and the deluxe quarterly box is worth $250 plus. 
each and every product is Redhead Friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. Hi, this is Stephanie and Adrian from How to Be a Redhead. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Hi. So nice to have you on. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So let's dive right into it. Let's talk about vitamin D and why is it important for everyone? Vitamin D is is very important for everyone. It's important for building, maintaining healthy bones. Uh, Calcium is best absorbed when vitamin D is present. Uh, Vitamin D may prevent cancer when taken with calcium, and it actually has been studied to reduce things like dementia, multiple sclerosis, osteoporosis, psoriasis, and rickets. Wow. Wow. So calcium, do you mean... Tums or just like a calcium pill? Are you taking it together? So when you take it with your, you know, calcium and vitamin D, as okay. well as the calcium that you are getting through your diet, um, it has been shown that when vitamin D is present, when you have normal levels or higher levels, that it's better absorbed through your diet, as well as if you are taking it through a supplement. Got it. Wow, that's so interesting. I know what vitamin D does. I I did I wasn't aware of that. So the reason we really wanted to have you on was because obviously since we like co-founded this website almost 10 years ago for redheads, we have a lot of knowledge on redhead myths and how people they they just come up with things and there's the, all these random studies in like the world. Like how redheads need more anesthesia, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now they there was a study that came out that said redheads make their own vitamin D. And they used, it was a Scottish study because in Scotland it's cloudy most times. And they were saying that redheads have this ability to create their own vitamin D. And they're actually sometimes less deficient. But what happened to me, and this is Adrian, and Stephanie is a little deficient on vitamin D, was I was feeling like my bones were very brittle, and I was exhausted, and I was tired all the time. I thought I had anemia. So I went to the doctor, and I had my blood work done, and I found out that I was like extremely low. My doctor said dangerously low on vitamin D, and now I'm on a higher dose to kind of get me back up to normal before she kind of levels me out. And I can't tell you like how good I feel. And we thought there might be other redheads who are thinking, I don't even need to take vitamin D because a study came out saying that redheads make their own. (laughs) And maybe this isn't true. So we wanted to talk to someone like you who is so knowledgeable, especially with women's health and get your take on it. So... Uh, redheads uh, do make more vitamin D. And the reason why is that uh, these types of uh, people carry two copies of a, of a gene called the MC1R gene, which stands for the melanocortin-1 receptor gene. And with that, they have the red hair, and it also leads to less melanin in their skin. So they have paler skin tones, and it can also cause things like freckles and all of that. So melanin, people who have darker skin, can absorb sunlight less. Paler skin uh, causes more vitamin D absorption. When the skin is absorbed, is exposed to sunlight, there's a precursor of vitamin D, which then gets converted through, you know, uh, to vitamin D3, goes through the liver, goes to the kidney, and then becomes an active form of vitamin D called calcitriol. So these people 
who have this type of gene and and have the paler skin um, can create more vitamin D levels. But I can tell you that there are so many factors that are involved. So if you're living in a place where there's less sun or you're working indoors or you have certain type of diet where you're not able to have dairy or you're a vegan or you may have, you know, uh, gut issues or kidney issues, these are all factors that can also affect your vitamin D levels as well. Yeah, and Stephanie and I, I guess most times we do eat vegan. So maybe that's yeah. also contributing to why we're low on vitamin D. That could be okay. And we don't and we don't go outside that much. <laughs> <laughs> and we wear a lot of sunscreen. So. Yeah. <laughs> that that is exactly because you know, redheads are more at risk for skin cancer. Yes. They're more at risk for melanoma. So with that, uh the, the sunscreen goes on. Um, and that can obviously also affect your ability to make the vitamin D as well. Wow. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's been a real big eye opener for me to be aware of it. I don't know why I just figured like I'm healthy. I'm young. I don't need. And our mom has rheumatoid arthritis arthritis and osteoporosis. So I knew that vitamin D was important, but I don't know. Uh, I didn't know how important it was for your, to feel good every day. It is it is one of those vitamins that is actually very important, you know, for not just for our bones and our muscles and prevention of all those conditions, illnesses that I talked about, but it's a, it's very important for our immune system. So if you are low in vitamin D, you're more at risk for upper respiratory infections. Um, so it is actually a very important vitamin uh, for our system. Wow. Yeah, and that ties into our next question about women's health, of course, um, you're an expert in the health of women. And so what are your top general health tips for women? Is it multivitamins? Is it routine blood work, physicals? My top advice for women is to make yourself first, because I think, you know, we are constantly taking care of everyone else, whether we, you know, are married or not. We're often responsible for taking care of our parents and um, our spouses and our children, and we take care of all their needs first and often often put ourselves last. So I encourage my women patients to have their yearly checkups, to get their routine blood work every year, even if they don't have any medical conditions, to come in to see me, to get their annual pap smears, to get their mammograms done, to get all the age-appropriate screening tests done. Um, And then the dietary recommendations, um, as well as, you know, any recommendations on vitamins really depends on a case-by-case basis. Um, I support getting most of our nutrition, our vitamins, our nutrients, our our minerals through the diet. Of course, Mm -hmm. there are some situations where people may need multivitamins or other vitamin supplementation, but that really is based on your age, your health issues, family history. So a lot of things that go into deciding uh, if you need those supplements or not. I was reading that B12 is actually something that you should take as a supplement because sometimes even meat eaters aren't getting enough vitamin or B12 and vegans aren't getting any B12. So that's something that everyone should take. Is that true? That is correct because most of, you know, what is uh, B12 is found in is 
uh, like eggs and poultry. Uh, so it's same, similar situation with vitamin D. So if you are not having any or enough of it in your diet, then that, that can lead to a B12 deficiency as well. So if someone's listening right now and they're hearing, you know, you know calcium, taking a vitamin D, B12, it can be a little bit overwhelming because then you're just you're buying all these supplements you don't know when to take them with or without food what time of day so is it should you start maybe from scratch with just a multivitamin or how should you go about sort of like building this to start taking vitamins on a day-to-day basis so I advocate not, you know, treating yourself, um, okay. and that goes for me as well. I try not to treat myself, even though I'm I'm a doctor. Uh, I do, you know, support that uh, uh, women come in and you know get their you know, annual check, um, and then there are times when when I check for these vitamins if they're uh, have following a certain diet or if I find they're at risk for vitamin de- deficiencies, and then I often tailor. Um, instead of just putting them on a multivitamin, specific vitamins that they should be on with an instruction as to how to take them, what form, when to take them with or without food. Um, That way they don't feel as confused, um, you know, taking these supplements on their own. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I would consult with your doctor. I know this is Stephanie. I um, got my vitamin D levels checked earlier in the summertime and I was slightly on the border of being low but regular so my doctor told me to just take a standard I think it I think it's um the standard one you get at the store the are they 1000 mcg they're typically yeah the standard ones are if you look at a multivitamin they usually have about 800 ius which now is, you know, small. There are people who need a lot more vitamin D than that. Correct. Yeah. Um, then he so asked me, often, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. So often like a multivitamin in those cases would not necessarily treat someone who has a vitamin D deficiency. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And then my doctor told me to go outside. So, <laughs> yes. but it was the beginning of summer. So, and Adrian and <laughs> I, we preach so heavily about the importance of obviously going outside, but staying sun protected. So do you get vitamin D if you have a lot of sunscreen on? So the ability to absorb that UV light is less with the sunscreen on. That's what oh, you're blocking. Yeah. So we're like blocking it anyway. from. Okay. Coming. Yeah. Cause we slather it on. My husband jokes because I put it on when I'm leaving the grocery store like I'll put it on in line so then I don't get a sunburn going to the car. Okay. <laughs> so that makes sense. The life of a redhead. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it is important to keep the sunscreen on though, because like I said, yeah. you know, redheads are more at risk for skin cancer. So that protection is needed, but unfortunately, yes, it does inhibit it, the vitamin D production. Okay. And is it, is some of it genetic? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so, you know, this, the whole MCR1R gene is, is a genetic, it's a, you know, you, uh, these, these people have two copies of a variant of this gene. Um, but there have been studies uh, that have been done that have looked at other type of gene variants. Um, and, and the study was done in about um, 
uh, different groups looking at about 34,000 people of European ancestry. And the more variants that these people had, um, they were more at risk for vitamin D deficiency. So yes, there is a genetic factor as well. Okay. That's so interesting. I know. Eight. Obviously, I'm looking at Adrian, and I know her because she's my sister, but I have seen such a big difference from yeah. taking a vitamin D. I think I've been deficient for years and years and just living with it, thinking that I'm just naturally a tired person. Most most people um, in the Northeast, at least. That's where you know, we're from. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, for example, I'm from New York. I practice in New Jersey. Um, most of my patients are professionals. They, you know, they're indoors all the time. You know, they get their summer sunlight, but most of the time, the, most of the year is spent being indoors. Um, and so most of my patients are either insufficient or deficient in vitamin D. Wow. So it is common. It is very common. So insufficient, that means? So it's it, it basically a definition. So if you're, you know, less than 20, that's an insufficiency. Uh, I'm sorry, that's a deficiency if you're um, higher than 20, but not, you know, in that normal range, uh, it's considered an insufficiency. Oh, okay. That's what I was. Yeah. And you were yeah, deficient. deficient. Wow. Yeah. This was very eye-opening. Thank you so much. We were reading all about your wonderful work you've done for women and we're, we were really excited to have you on and talk with you. So thank you for all the great tips and advice and your knowledge. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure speaking with both of you. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon and have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Guess what, Redheads? The H2Bar Box is now offering a deluxe version of the Beauty Box sent out four times a year in addition to the Monthly Box. You now have two options for enjoying the Beauty Subscription Box for Redheads. The Monthly Box is worth $80 plus and the Deluxe Quarterly Box is worth $250 plus. Each and every product is Redhead Friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. So you're deficient. I'm indeficient. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. I learned yeah. so much in that short span of time. I know. Me too. I think it's always great to talk to a medical professional. Definitely. Because they know the science behind the body and the body is like so amazing in every way. The fact that the body produces vitamin D without you even like doing anything is unbelievable. I just think that the body is so cool. So to talk to her and get her all of her tips is really awesome. And she I seems think to know a lot about MC1R too. Yes. And I think it's important to consult with your physician, your primary care doctor, get some routine blood work and figure out if you do have some symptoms that we were discussing, you could have a vitamin D deficiency and not maybe, even know it. Maybe the study's wrong. No, I think yeah. everybody's, Everyone's different. Every redhead is different. So a generic study, I think you took it to heart, but everyone is different. Right. And I think when I first saw the test before I went to go see my doctor, I got the lab results back in my email. So I like looked at it and I was like, okay, I'm going to run out and get vitamin D right now thinking like, okay, like I'm a doctor. I can just go get vitamin D at, the, mm -hmm. at Whole Foods and think that that's enough. And when I told her that she was like, well, no, like you're so low that that's just to keep you level. You need, so I'm on 25,000 milligrams a week now because I'm so low. And I can't tell you, like, I noticed it within like 24 hours, like just like the, I'm just not tired anymore. And that's such a relief to feel. Cause I was like, why am I always so tired? I have a lot of energy mm -hmm. and 
I want to have a lot of energy because I won't have a lot to do. So I, I, I feel great. So we really want all of our redheads to feel really great. And we want everyone to feel their best, 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 especially in 2020. Definitely. So if you have any questions, feel free to email us and we'll, we'll definitely help you in your direction if you think that you have an indeficiency or deficiency yeah, based so make, off of our experience. Make sure to definitely give us a five-star review. We are going to really be asking for that because we want anyone who goes into iTunes or what are the other ones? There's so many <laughs> there that we're on. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, right? Google Play. Google Play. And so when we have a lot of five-star reviews from you beautiful redheads, we'll be able to be at the top and we always want to be at the top, especially if anyone is typing in anything about being a redhead. We want you guys to know us, to get to know our podcast, get to know the H2 Bar Box, howtobearedhead.com. We want you to feel really connected to us. So definitely leave us a five-star review. And we'll be doing giveaways and all that sort of stuff to get you guys more involved, too, with the podcast. Because this is definitely something that we're going to be continuing into mid-2020. So we're really pumped. So leave us a five-star review. And until next episode. Rock, Rock it like a redhead. redhead.